Welcome to the Lunar Light Podcast, a show where I decode the transits of the moon and planets to align with the cosmic call to action. Many people believe astrology is outside of themselves, but I'm here to tell you that it's not. As cosmic beings, we are not separate from the cosmos. We are a part of it. I'm your host, Karina Chrysler, transformational astrologer and divine feminine advocate, and I am here to take you on a radical self-actualization and healing journey through astrology, the elements, ritual, and the sacred practices of the divine feminine. I have worked with hundreds of women on helping them identify with their purpose, normalize that their spirituality and their sexuality are not separate, heal generational and past life trauma, and call out the shame that keeps us from our greatest potential. It is time for women to reclaim their most powerful essence. Are you ready to birth the life you truly desire? Then let's do this together. Hello beauties. This is the Lunar Light Podcast and I am your host, Karina Chrysler. Thank you so much for being here and listening and sharing comments and feedback. I greatly appreciate it. Today, I'm going to talk about possibly my my most favorite thing ever, (laughs) definitely the foundation of my work and a little bit of a personal journey and mission in my own life, which is around connecting with our sexual energy and connecting the lost practices that, well, that have been lost for centuries that I think are so important in terms of healing a lot of the sexual shame and a lot of the sexual wounding that is among the collective, but particularly with women. So just to let everyone know if you have any sort of triggers around talking about sexuality, uh, just giving you some warnings on this, although this is definitely not about sex. There is the underlining aspect of pleasure and connecting with our feminine gateway system, which begins at the clitoris and moves up into the womb. So one other thing I want to talk about and address is before I get started, because sometimes, you know, I I speak to women, I speak to empowering women, my all my offerings are for women although I do work with some men one-on-one. So I get a lot of comments about, you know, do you hate men? Like, what's your deal with men? Why can't men come um, to your uh, off- to your circles or offerings or whatever you do? And there's a few reasons for this. One being that my first priority for uh, anyone that is joining me in any capacity is that they feel safe. And I do tend to uh, have a lot of clients that have a certain amount of trauma or shame and safety is the first thing that is so important. And this tends to be, especially if there's trauma, um, there tends to be a feeling of unsafety if the masculine is there. So that's the reason why I 
exclude men at this point in time from my services. Although I do believe that when we can come together in harmony, this is what's going to heal everything, but we're just not there yet. Um, so safety is one thing. And the other thing is, it's just what I know. Um, it's the practice that, uh, I mean, I know my own body and a lot of the work that I do, I, I do myself. It's the, what I'm in resonance with in terms of the information. Uh, I do most of my work by channeling or being in resonance with frequency and energy, and it just happens to be in the feminine. So I do what I know. And that's honestly as simple as it is. So I love men. <laughs> I have a wonderful father who is very, very connected to his feminine energies was like taught me art and music and nature and just was a big protector of me. I have wonderful brothers. I have wonderful uncles. I have wonderful grandfathers. I have wonderful boyfriends. I have wonderful lovers. They're all masculine. So it's definitely not <laughs> because of uh, a disconnection to, to the masculine. In fact, possibly my biggest weakness in life is magical men. And if there's any magical men listening, which I think 99% of my listeners right now are women, but if there's any magical men listening that are the protector of the feminine, this is the time when we need you the most as the feminine is being so initiated right now. We're trying to break so many old patterns and old systems to allow ourselves to heal and really step into our power, which can often feel quite scary. Having the masculine to support is just such a beautiful thing. So shout out to those men that do that and are strong enough in their masculine to know that the power of the feminine is not meant to be intimidating or scary or messy or whatever it might be, um, that the union is actually beautiful and sacred. So now that I got that um, cleared, um, what I want to talk about today is definitely this Venus and Mars conjunction, which is has a lot of rooting of what I just spoke about. And then we're going to get into this Leo full moon, which is sort of uh, inspiring me to talk about this in the first place. Also, I'd like to just let you know if you have any questions around this, if you want me to answer things in, in podcasts around this, I'm so happy to do so. Um, you just have to reach out, you know, Karina Christ on Instagram. You can DM me or you can email me. Always, you can connect to me on my website all anytime and just send me your questions. So let's get into the cosmic environment right now, which is thankfully we are indirect. All planets are in their direct journey along the ecliptic. So this is definitely a magical time to move things, to shift things, to get things going before we start retrogrades in the summer. So 
one of the beautiful conjunctions that's happening right now is Mars and Venus coming together. So if you're listening to this podcast on the first day, which is February 14th, this is when Mars and Venus start their conjunction of 15 degrees Capricorn. So you're going to want to know where 15 degrees Capricorn is in your chart to really bring this beautiful energy into your life. You could do that by grabbing your chart on astro.com. You know, you can obviously book an astrology session because this is literally my favorite thing to talk about (laughs) and how you can bring some practices in your life to utilize these two planets dancing together. And they will be together until about the end of March. So um, we have some time to work with this energy. So Mars is the god of war. Venus is the goddess of beauty. Um, Mars has a little bit of a complex story and energy to him um, as he only really fought for what he thought was important to help the collective. It was He's not necessarily such an ego-centric planet, although he can be for sure but he is mostly inspired by passion um, and an excitement. And he has this beautiful warrior archetype to his energy. He moves things. He allows things to shift. He's like an initiator. Uh, He's also my ruling planet in my birth chart. And Venus, Venus as the goddess of love and beauty You know, she helps us see what we want, who we want, how we are in relationships, how we can be vulnerable in relationships, Um, you know, what we're willing to really like fight for and desire in our lives. She's got that aspect of the goddess for sure, which has, you know, all threads of emotions. So when these two come together and, you know, especially mythology, Mars and Venus chose each other. Venus was married and unfulfilled. And Mars was just enamored by her. And they came together um, with a significant amount of passion. But, um, you know, the metaphor sort of in this as well is how they balance each other out. You know, this is, this is really the symbolism of a sacred union, in my opinion. And when I see this, especially when people have this conjunction in their chart, it's always very interesting for me to dive into this with them. But this is really how we can magnify our creative power by understanding the divine feminine and the divine masculine union. And the most part, what I want to talk about today is that union within yourself. So This is really important because as women, we are, we have been trained and um, by society have, have been really oppressed in this manner, I believe. I mean, I see it every day. Um, It is the essence of my work is looking at this type of oppression um, that women have with connecting to their bodies and their sexuality and their sexual energy. 
And really, I mean, of course, this is going to happen from the beginning. We've been told, you know, that men is divine and women was made by man, right? Adam was made by God. Woman was made from Adam's rib. And this story goes on and on and on until we really start to look (laughs) at how this is just a bunch of bullshit, right? Um, How can the masculine be divine and the feminine not be divine when it is the feminine energy that creates life? So really, this is like the first bridge of separation that we have endured between you know, our sexuality and our spirituality from the very beginning. And I just, (laughs) it's just really disheartening and, and it's really sad. And I believe now it's, it's time that we are able to bridge this gap and make this gap smaller, the separation gap smaller, because we're in a time where women's rights are changing. Um, safety is still always an issue. Um, There's still a lot of harm that's happening to women, especially in certain areas around the world where they don't have rights. But those that do, I think it's important for us to really step into that aspect of empowerment to help those that can't. And really our unity between the feminine and the masculine is what creates this emergence of creation energy. You know, we need the masculine as that seed energy and that, and the energy period and that force and the feminine to create and to birth in, in the body. I mean, we have our masculine side and our feminine side, and when they can be in harmony and in balance, and we know how to unify those two energies together. This is how we co-create. So I use the word co-create instead of manifest in this regard because I don't really love the word manifestation in this regard because it sounds, it's a word that that is outside of ourselves when we really need to draw this energy within ourselves and understand that nothing that we desire is outside of ourselves. We can create this within the power or the sexual energy that we have within. So with this Mars and Venus conjunction, this is really where we can understand how we can create that bridge, you know, that bridge between the masculine and the feminine, the bridge between our spirituality and our sexuality and lessen the separation that has been created by, you know, so much wounding and so much oppression. So with this sacred union aspect, um, this has been, this has definitely been (laughs) a thing for me since I was a teenager. And what I would love for you to just reflect on is that you have both of these energies and to really create sexual agency for yourself. It is to understand that you have the ability to co-create and birth things in your life within yourself. A sacred union can be within yourself. It doesn't have to be with another person. 
And when you look to a lot of texts and a lot of literature around sacred sexuality, um, especially going back, like, what was I, 19 when I first bought that book? So over 20 years ago, a lot of it had to do with partnership and between man and woman. And it used to make me so angry because, you know, although I've kind of always had boyfriends, I never really felt that this was the only way. Um, And what if I didn't have a partner at the time, you know, this aspect of this sacred union and sacred sexuality to co-create with the divine and the gods, which is really um, how the ancients used their sexual power and which sexual magic is really all about. It's taking that creative source and birthing it into the world. I just was like, I should be able to do this by myself. This shouldn't have to come outside of me. And this is my prayer and my wish and my hope for every woman to at least look into, at least experiment with, at least understand that their worth and their desires are attainable. So utilize this energy between Mars and Venus to understand possibly the most important relationship of your life, which is with yourself. So 15 degrees Capricorn. In Capricorn, this union will definitely help with understanding the foundational aspects of things, right? Capricorn always is about the structure, but we can also look at it, especially with the sun being in Aquarius right now, um, not for long, but moving into Pisces, which is possibly even better um, for this type of work. But to understand what doesn't work for you anymore, where do you not feel safe? You know, what is, what do you actually crave within your body? What do you crave within your life? What are the things that are so important to you that you want to go for? And what action plan, what actions period do you want to take in order to build a new structure for this type of work or practice to to be solidified on? As these planets move into Aquarius, then you have that air energy, which will allow you to very easily co-create with other consciousness, allow you to flow and be in that motion of, of air, which moves things, which allows you to surrender a little bit more and allows you to be in flow of how this really feels and possibly even make some new rules or boundaries for yourself around how this could possibly be important to you. So along with Mars and Venus in conjunction with this time, we've got this beautiful full moon in Leo at the same time. So the full moon is going to be on February 16th in 27 degrees Leo. So you might want to know where that is in your birth chart at 11.55 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we just had a Venus retrograde. She's in her shadow period. Um, You have Mars activating Venus now after her 
retrograde, which is why this is a little special. Mars and Venus come together often because they're inner planets. So they move fast along their ecliptic. But the fact that they're doing this union after a Venus retrograde just is going to amplify movement and support and safety and energy and passion around those retrograde things that came to your awareness. Now in her shadow period, we have to remember she's going back through the space in your birth chart where she went back in for her retrograde. So right, retrograde goes backwards and in the shadow period, she's making back that time. So this is the, the chance to understand what you've possibly missed. This is an important thing to really look at desire and what you're focused on for obtaining your goals in this lifetime or in this year, especially. So we have this initiation with Mars and now we have a Leo full moon. So the Leo full moon has one aspect to it that's slightly challenging which is it squares the North node and the South node. So it squares the nodes of the moon. And this is somewhat challenging in terms of understanding what moves do we make along the path? And that could possibly be because we are stuck in our old patterns. We could be going through little bit of a time in terms of our transformational process. The South Node is in Scorpio. So we are going to be facing this year, especially with the eclipses, really looking at where we want to transform or transcend from. So the North Node's in Taurus, which is is, you know, all about feeling safe and secure. And, you know, in our bodies and connecting to the feminine and creating this huge change that's happening because Uranus is in Taurus as well. So the self node is the opposition of Taurus. So it's going to ask you what you need to move away from what you're, how are you transforming um, this year? What are the patterns that you need to break? what needs to die metaphorically in order to be reborn, to have that rebirth, to have that Phoenix rising type of energy. And a lot of this is going to be very different for everybody, depending on where this is happening in your chart. But in general, you know, how are you changing right now? Where is your personal evolution and We can definitely look at Neptune towards this as we are about to have a Neptune and Jupiter conjunction in in Pisces, which hasn't happened for 150 years, um, which will be in my next podcast. So this is just such a radical time of change. And it's up to you in terms of what you're creating. And this full moon in Leo can definitely help you with this and inspire you. So the reason why I wanted to talk about sexual energy in this union between the feminine and the masculine and how important it is to create this solo practice, this solo sacred sexual practice within ourselves is is to really harness the beautiful energy from this Leo moon 
because Leo is ruled by the sun. Leo's natural house is the fifth house where our sexual energy lives, where our sexuality lives, and where we create. So we have this moon energy illuminated by the sun, which is really the essence of lunar light, you know, taking that solar energy, which is masculine, and the lunar energy, which is feminine, and marrying them together to be in this divine union. So that is my hope and my prayer for you for this full moon, looking at possibly where you're being challenged to transform and change and create this own personal revolution in your life to be who you are and to feel safe um, to be who you are and utilize this full moon for your creative power. Now, there's a big difference between sex and sexual energy. We know what sex is. Sexual energy is, is our life force energy. It is the essence of who we are. The way I think of our sun in our chart is that spark of creation when we decided to be birthed into this world. And that is essentially what leaves when we leave. So this is our creation energy. This is, this is the fuel or the source that connects us to our divinity. So it can definitely be enhanced and stimulated and activated with sex or with pleasure in general, um, because pleasure does change our hormonal aspects of our body and activates so many precursors that of our mind and our brain that really allows us to be open to connect with other consciousness, but we can do this in so many different ways. So with this Leo full moon, this is something that maybe you can think about, you know, where do I feel inspired in my life? What do I want to create in my life? How am I utilizing my light, my life force energy right now and showing up in this world? Because that's what Leo does really, right? Leo is this big bright light <laughs> um, in the world that is very comfortable with being seen. So how can you take this full moon? Look at possibly what what are what are the challenges? Where's my wounding? You know, how am I really not showing up to being completely authentic and who I am and and not showing the world this aspect of myself? And I mean, as someone that's very connected to this practice, this is something still that, you know, I struggle with is is this being seen aspect. And I'm hoping that this next eclipse cycle and some beautiful people in my life um, that are helping me with this right now um, really transforms and changes this, which is my self-known energy. How can I transform out of this so I can really do the work that I want to do and, and stop you know, hiding who I am? And a lot of this, we, we have to really look at the shame that we hold onto and most of the time when I work with women, shame is really um, 
it's usually misguided in terms of, I'm not shame, I don't have shame around that. But when you actually really break it down and you look at it, and a lot of it is possibly subconscious, we largely uh, hold on to a lot of shame. And this creates a significant amount of separation between our sexuality and our spirituality. So that could be something that you can ask yourself um, on this Leo full moon, you know, where's my sexual shame? Where's shame in general that's preventing me from being exactly who I am? Where am I dimming my light right now that's preventing me from this creation energy or creating or birthing the life that you truly desire? So when we look at this energy, we have to think about sexual agency and sexual reverence, which, you know, is really important for healing. And the reason why I am so passionate about this work is that I ultimately believe that when we can create that solo sacred practice within ourselves and merging our divine feminine and masculine, connecting to our bodies and connecting to our divinity, this is how we heal a lot of trauma, a lot of sexual wounding, and a lot of shame. So look at this for this full moon. And On a full moon, we want to fully absorb this beautiful light that's in its fullest illumination for you to be in your fullest illumination, your fullest power. So is there anything that you can do on this full moon to really create this sexual wisdom or this sexual unification Um, within yourself and in your own life. And one of the first things that you can do with this is just connect to your body. This doesn't have to be a very complicated practice. And a lot of times when I work with women that have a lot of sexual wounding, touch or, or pleasure doesn't even happen until maybe our third month of mentorship or doesn't have to happen at all. So the first thing that you can really do is first understand that the masculine and the feminine are equal. The masculine energy is especially in the womb. It's on your right side. The feminine energy in the womb is on the left side. And you can kind of visualize this and sort of feel like, you know, do I lead with my left or do I lead with my right? Like what side is possibly a little bit weaker? Even when you move, like when you take steps, do you lead with the left? Do you lead with the right? You can kind of start identifying these actionable items that you naturally do. The second thing is ultimately to start connecting to your body. Now, that's why I work with the moon. That's why the moon has been my muse for so long is because it helps me embody the energy of the times and connect to my own personal body. So one of the first things that you can do to to really connect to your sexual energy is just sit and pay attention and 
really connect to your pelvic floor because this is the sort of support or the base of where the sexual energy thrives and lives. And the way I see it is our sun, our, our solar energy, almost activating or coming through the pelvic floor into the vagina, into the womb. And the womb is where we connect to the elements, where we connect to our past lives, where we create, where um, our attachment to our divinity uh, can be accessed. Our soul memory is, is here on a significant cosmic level. Um, and even if you don't have a womb, the imprint, if you're if you're if you're leading in the feminine and you want to connect with this energy there it's there it's accessible to anyone and just sort of make that connection you know put your hands i always put my hands in a triangle my thumbs together and my jupiter my index fingers together on a downward level and possibly an upward depending on how you want to connect and just put them there maybe anoint you know your sacral area with oils. Um, but just sort of allow that connection to happen. We're so disconnected with this area at times, but, you know, in the ancient times, this was sort of, you know, where our creative power and our creative source to co-create the things that we want in life, this is what they did. So sit in a, in a quiet space, cross your legs if you can, if you can sit on the floor, great. If you need to sit on a chair, that's fine. And allow yourself to connect to your pelvic floor. And this is really also where we hold a lot of trauma too uh, in our hips and our pelvic floor. So if you have trauma, you might feel this to be a little bit tight and that's something or contracting. Like when we have trauma, we tend to contract. So just allow yourself to sit there and, and allow the pelvic floor to be connected to the ground and ground it. And then you can also connect to this energy. Once you've really created that grounding practice and that awareness, you can connect to your sexual energy with your breath. And there's many different breath um, practices that you can do, but start first with just breathing like slowly and thinking of activating this area within your body, connecting to your body. What's coming up? What emotions do you feel? Do you feel any tension and start listening? Cause that's really where all the wisdom is. And when we connect to our breath, we connect to air, which allows us to be in resonance with certain consciousness but um, we also can connect to our vagus nerve as well, which really starts at the cervix on a on certain levels. I think it goes a little bit further down personally myself, but it, it essentially starts at the cervix, which is our portal into this cosmic space. So just allow yourself to slowly breathe and allow what's ever coming up, like what, what are, where are your thoughts? Try to put the mental mind at the background and let your body and your emotions and the visions that you're seeing or hearing or the light or the smells, anything to come forward. And one of the most important things that I suggest you do before you begin is just sort of create that intention with yourself. Why are you doing this? Do you have any questions you have? 
that you want answers for? You know, what are you trying to connect to? You know, uh, can I just take this time and, and create this space to heal and to rejuvenate? Um, but make this a special practice for yourself. You know, what I kind of want to be known for, I'm not, I'm definitely not there yet, but I would love to be known to bring this romance, you know, to the transformational process. And I think that um, creating this solo sacred practice for yourself is a very important part of growth and expansion. So make it beautiful. You know, like if you're on a date with someone, how, you know, what would you want to happen? Like what would be the ambiance you want music on, you know, is there handles, whatever you would find romantic with another person, how can you just do that for yourself and allow this transformation and this magnetism to be created with yourself? And remember, you know, one of the hermetic principles, as above, so below, as within, so without. So when you start creating this beautiful practice with connecting with who you are and your creation power and your ability to not only connect to the divine, but understand your own divinity, think of what that would do in your life. Think of the positivity that could happen. What could possibly transpire if you love yourself so much and understand that you're equal, that everybody is equal, that we're all connected, and that we have this ability to be the creators of our own lives. And possibly that is the mission statement that you can create for yourself on this full moon. And that's how I look at a full moon. You know, a new moon is always intentional, like it's the seeds that we're planting. The full moon is sort of like that action, that mission piece that, you know, it's it's that co-creation statement um, that we're making for ourselves. So how can you bring that in to you? And go slow with this work. You know, it's it's we're unraveling years of oppression, years of separation, you know, not years, like centuries of separation and centuries of wounding and centuries of shame. And it's going to take time. And what I can say too, is that we have a massive conjunction coming up soon with Neptune and Jupiter. And the last time that Neptune and Jupiter have been together in Pisces, there was a huge activation for women's rights and rights for other people as well. And it's just time to take our power back, step into our authenticity and understand how our personal power can just magnify everything that we want in our lives. So sexual energy, guys, it's the thing. And um, wherever you're at, in this journey within yourself, just start or continue or evolve wherever it might be. It's always changing. We are here uh, essentially um, to, to learn and to experience things and grow and to heal generational trauma, which a lot of us are feeling on a very deep level right now. 
And I believe this is one of the most important practices for healing. So I'm going to talk about this a lot more. It is the essence, again, of my work. I am currently working on a book, actually, (laughs) around all of this, which is yeah, it's something to write a book. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a process for sure. And it's consistently evolving. But in the meantime, speaking of creating a safe space for women, one of the things that I will be doing on my Patreon account is creating a space where women can really showcase who they are and feel safe in doing so. And this was really um, inspired by a lot of my clients. So a lot of my clients are insanely, beautifully talented um, and have so much personal power, but there's there's definitely wounding that's here from this lifetime, from past lifetimes that subconsciously makes them feel like they're not safe. They don't really want to show themselves on Instagram or other platforms that you know, there's a lot of judgment. So I will be um, bringing together a community to showcase women's talents, to allow a space for them to be seen um, without judgment and only support. And that is sometimes a game changer in terms of then how we bring our light into the world. So I'll be talking a little bit more about that. I'm still working on the structure of all of it. I will be creating this in the essence of the Mary Magdalene way, which was very much about love and compassion and and this connection to the divine feminine, um, which I am so passionate about. And I am excited for the next podcast because a lot will be in Pisces. I am a Pisces. So a lot of this is happening with my son. So there's a lot of illumination here, but there's massive change. This conjunction hasn't happened in, like I said, over a hundred and I think it's 56, 150. I have to look exactly, but it's over 150 years since 1800s. And We'll get into that next week. But in the meantime, happy full moon. Sending you many full moon blessings. Would love to hear what practices you're implementing to connect to this beautiful source energy within yourself. I would love to know what you're co-creating and birthing. Um, I would love to know what you're healing as always. So many blessings and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back in two weeks for the next lunar shift. Please feel free to share with your friends. And as always, I'm happy to hear your feedback and any questions you want me to touch on in future episodes. You can find me at karinachrysler.com and on Instagram to stay in touch with my offerings, including booking an astrology reading, learning any cosmic updates I'm talking about, or any moon ceremonies I'm hosting. Take care of yourselves, and please consider leading with compassion and courage during this transformational time. Stay well, beauties. I'll see you soon.